Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy Whether one line is plot holes or two it is poopies It's time to get busy with your friend Stephen Izzy Gentlemen, Ninja Turtles. Right. <laughs> We're okay. Done. Okay. All right. But that is not what we watched. <laughs> that is not at all. Because well, November <laughs> is not nostalgia. We watched <laughs> Michael Bay rape <laughs> our hopes and dreams. Apparently, the way this song says uh, Donatello does to Machine. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight, tonight, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Out of the Shadows, by mm. far our newest uh, movie that we've done uh, on this podcast. Yeah, it just came out on DVD a little bit ago. That's the podcast, by the way. Caster, say hi. Woo! <laughs> He's Caster Troy. He's Caster Troy. <laughs> He's Caster Troy. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard Legend he could eat a peach for at least sixty minutes. <laughs> Oh, you're uh, so into this, aren't you, Podcat? Anyway, yes. TMNT, Out of the Shadows, the second in the reboot of the Ninja Turtles franchise. Uh, <laughs> uh, so okay, let's start this off with a beverage. Let's do that. <laughs> in honor of this being the second movie, we have Two-Hearted Ale. Nice, yes. Two-Hearted Ale from Bell's Brewery. I think it's up in Michigan. I think so, yeah. Comstock, Michigan. <laughs> Wait, California has the Comstock. I've been... I, I've, I think anywhere with a mine has a Comstock. Yeah, but I've been to the Comstock mine. Actually, that was in Nevada. Are you done? Get up on the mic and let them hear the <laughs> wonderful... Here we go. Fresh from the bottle. Woo! All right. Oh, that Pouring works. it in. Those ice crystals? Impossibly. The fridge might be turned a little bit chilly. <laughs> Alright, this is a slightly cloudy, like dark gold colored beer. We've got kind of a, a light, like cream colored head, kind of a, kind of a dark cream, like for surpri surprisingly dark head for yeah. how light the beer is. Looks pretty hazy. Uh, it's like carbonation is actually pretty high. Mm -hmm. Got bubbles all up and down the side, but mm, you smell a little bit of hoppiness, a little bit of a uh, warmth. Yeah. Mm. She's sipping. She seems to enjoy it. This is a good beer, but I think this particular bottle has been sitting. I've actually had this beer straight from the brewery. I haven't actually been to the brewery, but they came out for an American Home Brewery Home Brewing Association event. We got to taste it. And this tastes aged. It's a it's an IPA. Um, yeah, having just tasted now, yeah, probably a little oxidized. Uh, yeah, it was shipped to us by a uh, fan of the podcast, Coriel. Thank you, Corey. Thank you for beer. But yeah, but it's not horrible. It just, you know, just kind of tastes like a cloudy pale ale. But yeah, it's not horrible at all. Yeah, no, this actually aged pretty well. Sometimes when IPAs get aged, they get like that light struck, gunky taste. Um, Apparently, according to what I've heard, for those of you in the UK, that would be a Heineken smelling, because <laughs> I guess you guys don't have skunks. Um, but this actually doesn't have that, which is nice. It's just uh, not quite as hoppy as it probably should be. 
um, kind of a little bit of sherry and like richness, uh, like a little bit of honey on it. Not bad at all. This is very delightful. Indeed. I'm going to finish this. Well, go for it. Uh, in the meantime, I'll give you a little uh, little background data on uh, this Ninja Turtles movie that we watched. Uh, it is directed by Dave Green. Um, have you heard of a movie called Earth to Echo? No. Yeah, I, it. I remember hearing stuff about it, like, oh yeah, nominated for like indie awards and stuff like that a couple years ago. Uh, that's the like only other thing he's done. <laughs> <laughs> so this wasn't a Michael Bay film. Michael Bay produced it. And, okay, so this was a Michael and, Bay film. And if your eyes were open at any time during this movie, you know Michael Bay was all over this thing. Oh, he was balls deep in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> because it looks like a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, complete with, uh, of course, it's not a Michael Bay movie if Megan Fox isn't in it for some reason. Uh, she plays New York reporter April O'Neil, who is the human consigliere uh, to the Ninja Turtles. Well, she finds, uh, according to what I know about Ninja Turtles, she finds them when she's a kid, and they're little turtles, and she names them, and they get rubbed up in some ooze, and then they become teenager turtles when she's just becoming a lady reporter. Uh, uh, and apparently rats age faster than turtles. That is actually a fact. And so... <laughs> and so their master is an ancient rat. <laughs> Yeah, in uh, so in the first of this reboot, yeah, April O'Neil apparently named the turtles as a child, which I don't believe that's how it was done in the cartoons. I think it was Splinter that named them that's after thought, his favorite I, Renaissance artist or something. I, what I thought it was was he was a rat who stepped into the ooze. He then found the love of culture and Asian fighting and all of that, and then he discovered these three little turtles who wandered into the ooze. Four. Four little turtles. <laughs> Three little turtles and one lost lizard who they just crashed into a shell. <laughs> Put a shell on. Like, you need armor as well. <laughs> and that was my key. <laughs> Ninja Vanish. Yeah. Uh, so Megan Fox is in this movie, as is Will Arnett. Uh, he plays Vern Fenwick. What? Never heard of him. He's the comic relief, quote-unquote, in this movie. Uh, he, he's her photographer. In the first one, right? Yes, yes. Uh, the cameraman. Right. Um, oh, the one we kind of have... Okay, so the first movie in the reboot uh, kind of has a sad memory for me. It's the last movie I saw with my father before he passed away. Mm -hmm. um, it's that pretty is, horrible. That's a shame on a shame. Uh, right. <laughs> that's the that's worst tragedy than, like, the Holocaust. I, I remember it being better than I expected. But then again, I expected it to be a flaming tire fire. And it was only, you know, small brush fire. It was just the garbage fire. <laughs> just, just a little, little garbage, uh, a little littering in with that brush fire. Uh, ba basically, what happens? Yeah, the whole origin story is apparently April O'Neil's dad was a scientist working with this other dude played by William Fickner, who was developing this ooze that does mysterious things, like you know, all, all the things <laughs> these kind of movies do. Uh, there was a, he was betrayed, there was a fire, she helped the turtles escape, but they got some ooze on them. Uh, yeah, and then this bad guy, the Shredder, comes out of nowhere and you don't really see his face because he was kind of thrown out the last minute because originally it was sure. going to be the uh, William Fickner guy. Um, right, um, sorry, really quick, I have breaking please. news. Uh, Vernon Fenwick is in the 1987 cartoon as her cameraman. And this picture the on Turtle Wiki oh, is really that horrifying. Dude. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, the guy that he, always wore the uh, pink button-up or whatever. Apparently he, he was in the cartoon. He looks like what all of the sketches of child molesters ends up looking like. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Um, if, if I were <laughs> casting him, I would say Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> we're not saying Jeff Goldblum looks like a child molester. <laughs> We're simply saying... You're not saying that. <laughs> you're not saying that. No. no, you're right, though. Yeah, right. Oh, yeah. uh, Ruxin from the League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Kroll to be a... Uh, anyway, Google it. So, really, we're in with it. There we go. Um, but, yeah, the first movie was just really all over the place. Um, not very good. But, of course, in the end, there's the final fight. Shredder goes down like a bitch like he does in every movie. <laughs> um, 
No, no, it wasn't. And so this movie picks up, uh, what, like a year later, I think, a year or two later, and yeah. and they decide at the end of the first movie that they must still live in live in you know live as ninjas and unknown to the world because they're just not ready. The world isn't ready for talking turtles. So. Who are I? All right, we haven't said it yet. We're this deep into the podcast already. <laughs> Those turtles are goddamn horrifying. They are even worse than the They're first one. They're so scary. They're... I, won't wa- I would not watch these movies before because they are so scary. I wouldn't what? let my kids watch that. They're horrifying. Yeah, they look like they're good five, six hundred pounds of roided out muscle and throbbing shell. No, it looks like, um, they look like Pumpkinhead raped <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger and that was the child. Oh, Jesus. Am I wrong? That's about right. Wow. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I little world. Apparently. Damn. But there were a lot of complaints in the first movie, mostly that it wasn't the original cartoon. So with this one, they gave us everything everybody ever wanted from the cartoon. Yeah, this should be awesome! I didn't even know Krang was going to pop up in this fucking I thing. actually didn't either. <laughs> People kept a good lid on it. I think it's because nobody saw this. Yeah. So, Krang any, is in this spoiler any, alert! Anyway, well, for, uh, alright, so the plot of the movie... Do we need the plot of this movie? It's yeah. just shit happens, shit happens, shit happens, Krang appears. New York is... People may not know who Krang is. Or Bebop, or Rocksteady, or All right. Shutter, or... So, picture a chewed up piece of bubblegum that's oozing goo that lives inside the belly of a robot. That's Krang. Pretty much. <laughs> and he's work. a space alien from a different world who thinks he's smarter than everybody and should have had the most annoying voice in the world, but somehow didn't. Well, he was voiced by Brad Garrett, who's, you know... The third most annoying voice from Everybody Loves Raymond. <laughs> Only the third. Well, I mean, I mean when Ray Romano and uh, <laughs> so, so many, so many people on that. Yeah, show. but I seem to remember from the cartoon, Krang had a terrible voice. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like Gollum, if I remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this one just sounds like a slobbering drunken idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's <laughs> All right. So yeah. So the Shredder. Ooh, Baxter Stockman's in this movie. And he's black, as apparently he was in the cartoon. Uh, the mo- uh comic. Or the comic, the, the original comic. comic. I'm sorry, the original. And he's comic. played by Medea, which it is, is it's fucking it's ridiculous. Medea goes to Turtle Town. It's Medea dresses Neil Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's true. <laughs> It's true. He was he was definitely channeling his inner Neil deGrasse Tyson. Uh, uh, but okay, so yeah, what's happening? Uh, April O'Neil is trying to steal secrets from Baxter Stockman, this world-renowned scientist who she thinks is working with Shredder, who's been incarcerated. Yeah. Um, but she uses uh, this. Watch that Donatello made that can download stuff if it's within like five feet. So she dresses slutty uh, to get close. And by the way, that watch oh no, is so ridiculous. It looks like, like Lost in Space thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it had like holograms and shit. Yeah, they had like projecting holograms. And it was like, there's no way she's getting away with this, having this thing in the real world without somebody going, holy shit, the <laughs> iPhone 42 is out. <laughs> Oh man, there we go. We got to so she wasn't light. that slutty when she approached uh, Medea Grass Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't until uh, uh, somebody took his iPad, he handed that iPad off to somebody, yeah. um, and then she had to go chasing it, and so she leaves him abruptly and at the bar. She shoplifted a schoolgirl outfit. She, <laughs> she steals a skirt, and then she steals an employee's sweater. That yeah. sweater belonged to an employee. That's the lowest of low. Retail employees don't make shit. That sweater might have been the only black sweater that poor woman owned. And she'd been wearing it for like 37 years while working at the stupid kiosk for, I don't know, $4 below minimum wage. Nobody works at a kiosk for 37 years. You're Check right, local they go under. Yeah, <laughs> they, they go under far they too kill, quickly. They kill themselves after five. <laughs> <laughs> anyway... Um, yeah, so she steals a bunch of stuff, rips off her clothes while walking, 
um, and basically dresses like a Japanese schoolgirl fetish, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and then walks up to the guy in the middle of a bunch of Japanese schoolgirls. Oh, and she steals a hat off a man's head, yeah. a cowboy hat, who the man does not seem to... Yeah, he's just like, uh, well, I guess I don't have a hat anymore. Oh, look, she's got sexy legs, she can oh. have my hat. Puts the cowboy hat on Baxter Stockman's assistant, question mark? Yeah, the random Um, that has this now iPad in front of all the Japanese schoolgirls and goes, Look at the same cowboy! And then download, finishes downloading the stuff, which <laughs> then immediately starts deleting herself. <laughs> After <laughs> she looks through some of it. Yeah. The, apparently the <laughs> file starts deleting itself as soon as she... I don't know, can call the turtles. Yeah. By the way, it's a, it has a very, very nice uh, little virus built into it that tells you that it's deleting it. It's not just like, oh yeah, I totally got the... Oh. What the fuck? Why do I have 32 gigs of space left? <laughs> I can no longer have Hologram 2 Fox show up on my watch. This is ridiculous. Something's <laughs> wrong. Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. Uh, we're still in like the first five minutes of the movie. But, uh, um, meanwhile, across town... Shredder's being moved for a rhythm... He's being transported to the big house. By just a happy, perky little guy who just can't wait to... He has anger management issues, but he just can't, can't wait to move, move Shredder around town and put him where he deserves. Okay. Who could that guy possibly be? I don't know. Apparently he likes hockey, though. Uh, it's no. Casey no. Jones, sort of. No! It's, it's, it looks like Chris O'Donnell. Um, yes, Chris O'Donnell lock, knock off. Yeah. Um, but... Sorry, there's what, a podcat making bad choices. Secondary podcat. Being an idiot. He's a cat. What do you expect? I think he has kitty Alzheimer's. Mm. But that's for another show. Wow. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, again, transported, uh, of course, you know. Basically, they try to do uh, the scene from The Dark Knight <laughs> where they're yes, transporting they uh, Two Face, or I'm sorry, he's not Two Face yet, Harvey Dent across town. Yes. And it goes in under yeah. and they try to break him out. Man, and that, that, blah, blah, that blah. one section of Chicago Freeway has yeah. been in more movies in the last like seven years. Yeah, this, this one's even got, you know, instead of the Batmobile, it's the Turtle Van. And wait, wait, they have the turtle mobile, and it's a dump yeah. truck, and <laughs> yeah. it shoots um, sewer covers. And it's got the little nunchuck it's arms. It's got giant nunchuck arms for like seven seconds, yeah. and that's exaggerating. <laughs> it's really like two and a half. Yeah. It's a really cool. It's driving down the road. It's flinging it. You go, oh my god, this is over the top. This is going to be great. And this is Ninja Turtles. I think Steve had a little bit of a joy boner, and then they immediately get ripped off, and no more of that. Yeah, and then... And then, out of fucking nowhere, Shredder is about to get off to freedom, like, being transported to a helicopter and flown to safety, when all of a sudden there's a temporal rift, and he's now... Between (laughs) him and a helicopter. Yeah. And he's transported to where this brain (laughs) in a giant robotic android in the middle of this sphere-shaped... Technodrome, <laughs> and all, and he handles it In pretty well, dimension. just kind of standing there while the brain's like yelling exposition at him. That's completely fucking ridiculous. That brain would be Krang. That would be Commander Krang. Uh. And basically, while you're still going, what the fuck is that, and what is it doing in this movie? Uh, he's <laughs> just spouting exposition left and right. Basically, the sum of it, there's three parts to this. Uh, he built a what, weapon of ultimate... The Flux Matrix or some shit like that? <laughs> he built the Flux Kashitter. <laughs> <laughs> the MacGuffin. <laughs> he built the Flux MacGuffin uh, to transport his uh, Death Star through dimensions. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but in getting the Flux Kashitter through the three dimensions, it broke apart into three pieces, managed to not hit any of the major water bodies on the planet Earth, which I think is, what, like 70% yeah, I mean, of our planet? good chances. You know, it's like two or three chances it's going to hit water, but... Yeah, well, yeah. all three of them landed, and uh, so basically it becomes a video game at that point. Shredder must collect the three pieces <laughs> exactly. to bring the Death Star into his universe. Yeah, see, they had the one piece, because yeah, that's they how they the teleported. One. There that's was right, another one in the Museum of History or yeah, the Museum Smithsonian of or something. I think, it was the, I think it was San Francisco, or no, no uh, New, York New York Museum yeah. of uh, Natural History, which was very convenient. And the other one's in Brazil. <laughs> the other one, yeah, it was in the middle of the Brazilian Amazon. Yeah, we'll oh get God, to oh that. <laughs> uh, 
So yeah, and of course, Shredder, like, Krang's basically like, if you help me, I'll make sure you're one of my top generals when I take over. And of course, Shredder's like, yeah, that sounds cool, which he would never do. <laughs> Even in the cartoon, he was kind of like, ah, when the time is right, I'm gonna fucking destroy hey, you. <laughs> That's Krang. <laughs> Show me. Uh, was, I want to be in charge. <laughs> I want to be in charge. <laughs> uh, you know, based on the source material, this movie isn't that bad. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, we're not saying that. Oh, we haven't talked about Peepop and Rocksteady. Oh, who who were in the caravan uh, yes. when with Shredder when he was uh, being taken to jail. Sorry, Podcat is attempting to destroy everything. And, uh, yeah, so we're giving attention to something, so he's got to destroy it. Um, By the way, there are two Podcats that live here, and they're both assholes. There's one that meows, and one that just destroys things. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, there's these two guys. Uh, Shredder basically recruits them. <laughs> he, he, like, he meets up with Baxter Stockman, who has this device that can turn this you he was given by Krang into something that will uh, turn, turn oh my god turn them into ultimate warriors basically yeah, turn them into their animal ancestor or some yes. ridiculous fucking bullshit they're trying to throw yes. in this movie oh my god um, uh, uh, yeah so, so basically they're like we'd need two strong individuals who could easily be controlled and uh, oh, and Shredder goes like two idiots right <laughs> basically, and then they just... Oh, by the way, he shoots two, two arrows with one shot. Out of one gun. Hit them both directly in the neck. It's amazing. Yeah. He's Shredder. He's ninja trained. Oh, and we totally forgot the part where um, where Hockey Boy destroys a bar with a CD. Oh, because yeah, that, that's pointless. <laughs> 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 yeah, he's trying to uh, track Bebop and Rocksteady, thinking it'll lead to Shredder, and it takes him to a bar ran by... Uh, Mayhem from the uh, State Farm commercials <laughs> or <True>. whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was. And he, he breaks stupid. open a jukebox that's full of CDs and starts throwing CDs at Mayhem's head, breaking a bunch of the glass at the bar. And the Mayhem goes, "Yeah, I sold them some uh, some some burner phones, but I bought got GPS trackers on them, and here's the GPS tracker to track them yeah. because that's exactly how shady people work." Because plot forwarding, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, when Rocksteady and Bebop get turned into their animal farms from their animal ancestors, yeah. uh, April O'Neil happens to witness this, and then she runs in, grabs a bunch of Krang's goo, and totally tries to Laura Croft it out of there. Yeah, that's true. Oh, <laughs> that scene was completely ripped off of one of the Tomb Raiders, right? Oh, the like sliding. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, totally. Um, ugh. Sorry, I just, I just remember like when they turned into a giant rhino and warthog humanoids, and then they look at their packages. They look at their dicks, and, and like, then hey. they high five. And they go, my man, and high five, and I'm like, Woo! brought to you by Michael Bay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve. Movies so straight, they're totally gay. <laughs> oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Michael Bay needs to do the reboot of Top Gun. Part of the... No, I guess you. Yeah, I guess that was Simpson and Bruckheimer. He's probably producer. This on is it. something that I can get behind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Yeah, but honey, come on. If you tap into your animal form, your true animal form. <laughs> what animal would I be? You'd be a giraffe. Come on. You're all so tall and snuggly. Thought I'd be a ferocious lion or something, but fine. I guess I'm a giraffe. Or you're a T-Rex. <laughs> oh, motherfucking T-Rex! No, your arms are way too long to be a T-Rex. That's true. Yeah, yeah. probably be a giraffe. <laughs> um, the first thing you would do would be to check if your dick was okay, right? <laughs> well... I mean, really, that might be the most <laughs> realistic part and, of this entire thing. And then I would look down, look at my buddy next to me and go, My man, high five. Because <laughs> now I've got a warthog dick. Boom! Don't pigs have, like, a curly dick? Yeah, exactly, exactly what it is. Probably, like... Hey, check this out. <laughs> it's twice as long because it's curled up. <laughs> <laughs> I can bang chicks and open wine bottles. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah. So, yeah. What happens uh, from there? Uh, oh, the, the magically blah, blah, blah. in South America. 
No, no, no they, they break into the museum. Uh, Shredder, Bebop, and Rocksteady break into the world's most ridiculous museum to mm-hmm. steal this thing that was like encased in a rock, but then it transforms into another piece of the. Well, you know why they were able to break into the museum so easily. Why was that? Well, because obviously at the end of Night Museum 2, they removed the talisman that brought everything in the museum to life, and they brought it to the uh, Natural History Museum in London, so the exhibits weren't able to defend themselves at night. All right. Duh. Okay, let me say, <laughs> well, I must, I must have uh, missed that part of the movie. Anyway. <laughs> So yeah, they they get the thing, uh, and they're flying off to Brazil <laughs> to get the third thing. Oh no! Then the turtles show up and realize it's gone, and that's where Donatello realizes oh. that oh, this has this trace of neutrinos, which everybody knows is the only element that can o- open contain black holes and blah blah blah. He was saying some of this shit, and I'm just like. No, no, I'm not. This is the core talking. We're not. This is no. They had this no. They had neutrinos. the same science references as the core. Yeah, between Crane spitting up exposition and Donatello spouting bullshit oh all throughout this movie. By the way, Donatello, at the rate that he was like compressing data and making up bullshit. He's gonna take over the planet in like the next I'm five minutes. I'm surprised he right? hasn't already. I mean, he's gonna go like, hey, by the way, Leo, you're a terrible, a, terrible leader, and um, I'm taking over now. Maybe Krang's from the future, and Donatello's uh, technology trying, was used for the Technodrome. And he's trying to stop Donatello uh, before his uh, his uh, reign of terror. <laughs> Krang is Donatello's brain in the future. <gasps> yes, it has exited the turtle body. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> Wait, save it for the sequels. Uh, 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 yeah, so anyway, uh, also apparently Donatello can track uh, Bebop and Rocksteady's DNA, and so he can see that they're flying yeah. to... But, by the way, not entirely sure how Donatello knows they even fucking exist, other than... <laughs> yeah, that's other, not really good. Wait, was it the jar of shit that uh, April... Spot, and it was like, oh yeah, I can trace this stuff anywhere. Yeah, I know. It, was uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, they knew they were going to Brazil, so they're flying over there, and then they yeah, realize so the turtles sneak into yeah. the cargo part of a plane, whereas the other guys have like private you know, jet or something. Shredder paid for a private jet because Shredder. Shredder, sorry, Shredder pays for a private jet. His players just. I already gave them a jet. I want you guys to have a challenge. <laughs> I got it. Do you know why Splinter has so much cash? Why is that? He just walks into restaurants and goes, I saw a rat. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want these selfies going to the health inspector. I will leave for one million dollars. <laughs> McDonald's is just cashing out. <laughs> <laughs> Picturing him with an apron on cooking burgers in the back. <laughs> In his younger days, so, he had to do what he had to do to get by. So, so many hairnets. You get... <laughs> <laughs> Honey, you don't know what a rat has to do to get by. You can't afford palatial sewer, a palatial sewer system oh like God, just yeah. on a rat's wage. Straight out of Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> cavernous. Cavernous sewer systems underneath New York. By the way, apparently we just need to move to a New York uh, like sewer system because yeah. holy shit. I hear the winters are chilly, but <laughs> if underground wouldn't be that bad. Yeah, well, and with all that fermenting shit, it should be nice and warm. <laughs> <laughs> as long as you don't smoke, you should be fine. Yeah. Honey, I got these Cuban... <laughs> anyway, so they're flying down to Brazil. Uh, <laughs> and then they realize that they've already got the thing and are flying back. Luckily, on the exact same course, so then... They They're directly above it. Fucking and they 18 a, Fast and Furious yep, combo out of there. 30 seconds to jump, or they're not. They won't make it. Mm-hmm. Which uh, was it? Raph. Leo who wouldn't. Raph, Raph wouldn't jump. jump yeah. Uh, for like I four minutes. Believe I, Yeah, I believe we timed it at around four minutes. So he did not make that jump. Nope. <laughs> oh wait, he totally made it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so fighting happens inside the plane. Okay. <laughs> It's fucking ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Every single instant. However, also kind of cool. Because there's like fucking machine guns going off, tearing up this plane, which 
would have fallen apart or imploded a long time ago. There's tanks involved falling from the sky. They okay. land in a river. There's a tank rushing through the river, blasting oh, at people. You, you forgot, during the free fall, the back of the plane gets completely blown off, yep. and the cockpit gets blown off, yep. and uh, Donatello is attempting to fly the plane with just, like, the burnt remains of a cockpit. <laughs> yes, but because he's Donatello... No problem, man. No He's bad. <laughs> All you gotta do is re-coordinate some neutrinos to <laughs> and the plane will basically fly itself. And then we just have to my favorite, goddammit. Why do you gotta make him so fucking useless? And then we uh. have to burrow to the center of the Earth and restart the core. <laughs> uh, I I can turn this plane into a laser train to hell. Oh no. Mikey, I screwed up. I didn't calibrate the computers to recognize nothing. <laughs> oh, fuck the core. All right. It's turtles in the center of the earth! <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Ooh. Oh, my God, honey, it's the ultimate shit franchise. We combined the core <laughs> with Michael Bay's Ninja Turtles with Journey to the Center of the Earth. He's throwing the rock. You've got a deal. <laughs> Hello, Hollywood. <laughs> if anyone is out there listening, we had this idea first. <laughs> <laughs> this horrible, horrible idea that will probably come true. Oh, um, this is Ninja Turtles 3, honey. Don't even pretend so, it's not. <laughs> so, yeah, Big Tank. Uh, Going down the Amazon. They get, yeah, there's uh, Big Battle. They get away. Turtles go off a waterfall. Survive, of course, because... Otherwise, <laughs> they go off a waterfall, roll credits, everybody's sad. <laughs> By the way, it's the Amazon and their turtles. Well, oh, what is it? Uh, oh, Donna, or, uh, who wouldn't jump? Raph. Yeah. Uh, Raph is also, uh, not only is he afraid of heights, apparently he's also afraid of water. Because he got out of that water as quick as he fucking could. Well, he just didn't want to drown, but then he saw there was a goddamn tank battle going on. And By the way, they're fucking turtles! This is their elements! And also for it's me, true that rhino should have drowned. Right? <laughs> the warthogs, too. R rhinos and warthogs are not water water loving creatures. You know who are fucking turtles. <laughs> God damn woman, she, she's passionate about this movie. <laughs> turtles. I'm passionate about uh, turtles. So. Oh wait. Also. Wait. How do they get back to New York after that? They Teleport? got into the uh, uh, the container part of another plane. Because remember, they were all, like, cold... Oh, no, they were all hot well, because they were underneath. Uh, uh, and they okay. were arguing and saying how they uh, they were brothers, but they weren't a team. Oh, God, that's right. And they got all, the, they, they got all Vin Diesel on each other. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so one more note about the Amazon River. This They're in the Amazon. Yeah. That's, that's, there's no mistaking that, right? Where were the piranhas and the alligators? That would have made that so much There's better. Not piranhas and gators and anacondas. Um, all throughout the Amazon, <laughs> they're pretty rare. Oh man, they missed out on a Michael Bay moment. Their anacondas don't want none. <laughs> Unless they got fun time. How's that a Michael Bay moment? Well, you know, she's guys in their dicks. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what Michael Bay wants, right? Guys in their dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, sweetie. Am I, did I miss my, the point of Michael Bay? I, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, did I just interpret painting <laughs> <laughs> games? I've seen quite a few Michael Bay movies now. I'm pretty sure Michael Bay wants men. I'm pretty and sure dead. I know what he wants. <laughs> he wants robots and he wants hard cocks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, that's what most of us want, honey. <laughs> oh, wait, I'm getting a text. <laughs> it's Michael Bay, hold on. Oh! Uh, dick pic. Right. Robotic dick pic? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other kind? Anyway. Um, <laughs> I think that's Bumblebee. Um, <laughs> 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 Alright. So, back to New York, where... Uh, um, oh my god. They have to break into police headquarters for some reason. Oh, and at some point, April <laughs> O'Neil and... Uh, and hockey guy gets together. Oh, Casey Jones, yeah, they he meet He saves up. her from the real cops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, we didn't talk about the best scene after he saw the turtles, uh, who were part of the kidnapping Shredder, and Shredder getting sucked into another dimension. <laughs> um, 
one of the best, worst, cringeworthy scenes in this entire movie. Uh, they're in the police garage, I don't know, yeah. and the chief of police, who apparently used to work for a company... Play, played by Laura Linney. He used to work for a company that was in another film we did. <laughs> the, the star of Congo, where yeah. she was a former CIA agent turned VP of communications and a doctor of something somehow. Yeah, and now and she's now the chief of police for New York. York. Yeah. It makes sense. They got a good severance um, package. But yeah, uh, basically Hockey Dude, she's like, I, I'm not going to, I can't believe you that they're just like giant turtles running around. You're fucking nuts, which is what a police chief should say. Yeah, pretty much what she should say. Um, like at that point, there's no proof that there were giant fucking turtles running around tossing sewer lids at people. Um, and he just looks at her and goes... Except for these sewer lids that may be littered all over the streets of New York. Right? But, but, uh, but go on. So, and he's just like, that's Officer Jones, and I'm going to be a detective one day. Yes, you are, Mr. Whiny Mark Wahlberg. Yes, you are. And it was just like, no, you just <laughs> got suspended without pay. Yeah. You're probably not going to make detective. Uh, so, yeah, it goes from here. and uh, the, the, Basically, long story short, they open up this dimensional rift, and yeah. Krang's technodrome starts transporting through. There's a whole bunch of bullshit. The Death Star starts to assemble starts over to the assemble. New York Harbor. <laughs> yeah. Um, shots of New York, gratuitous shots of New York. Yeah. Uh, there's something about humans can't go up there mm -hmm. because the atmosphere is acclimating to Crane's home planet, but the turtles can go up there. But, this is the part that bothered me a lot, but they also have some of the goo that Crane left, and if it can turn a human into an animal, it might be able to turn turtles into a human. You mean they're not already turtle humans? They could be human humans. <laughs> Except for, this is the exact I'm same scene where they say that their respiratory system could handle yeah. this this other environment, yeah. which is so why, why would, can't go up there. So why would they even consider turning into humans? Or at least right at this point. Point pointless, yeah. Yeah, and then, so of course, uh, Leo throws the, the crap up. Raph throws the crap. Raph, because he's the temperamental one. Yeah, throws the crap up against the wall without asking anybody, and that's been part of the thing, is that they don't talk to each other. They don't ask each other about decisions made. Mikey does a lot of crying in this movie, too. Uh, he's supposed to be a party animal, and he's just dumb. He's just like, why is everybody fighting? They think I'm ugly. He's they think we're uh, monsters. He kind of is the autistic turtle, then. Well, yeah, everybody knows that. I thought he was just a party animal. Mm. I, I thought he would be... He's the guy who, in his off days, just, like, wears a Hawaiian shirt and drinks beer. Uh, ooh, turtles do drink beer. Turtles, mm. of course, drink beer. Have you seen all the empty kegs down in their sewer palace? No, duh, they send them down the river when they're empty. They <laughs> <laughs> have that shit littering. I mean, you've got, they, don't, they, don't, they don't have garbage service. <laughs> you literally have a shit river running next to your bed. You just toss it in there. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Think about a sea. You, you don't can see, see a shitter from there either. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever seen the turtles take a shit? <laughs> Based on as much pizza as they consume, I know Technically, this movie isn't turtle shit. <laughs> no, this movie is garbage fire. Uh, but yeah, big final battle, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to spoil the end. Turtles win! Um. <laughs> Wait. So did I dream the part where all the turtles were horribly mutilated, Crane took over the earth, and the Shredder got fucked over? Half of that, yes. Damn. Oh my god, Shredder. Oh my god, Shredder. <laughs> this movie would be almost exactly the same if you didn't have Shredder in it, realistically. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Uh, so yeah, so Shredder goes up to see Krang, and he's dressed as like Ninja Robot Warrior. Ninja Robot Warrior, like he was at the end of the first movie. Uh, and Krang, and he goes, Krang, I will fight you for my honor, or his family. Uh, or Krang, Krang basically double crosses them. It's like yeah. whatever, you're you ain't nothing. He's like what? And he like goes up to attack, and then boom, freeze ray, and like Mister Freeze, and puts him in a. Back in the toy box with all yeah, exactly. like with all the other toys I broke. Yeah. I'm a hope. Alright, so here's the thing. I didn't really particularly like this movie, but I know a sequel is coming because it makes so much money. Just like I'm the first one. Kind of hoping something will go wrong with Krang's little freezer box there, and we'll get all of the villains! Yeah, pretty much. Yeah! Apparently, if you slow it down, you can see a bunch of, like, 
things from the comics and stuff like that, like the old, the, the dinosaur humanoids, I forget what they're called, but like all kinds of stuff. The Dino but, Riders? Yes, that's the one. Ooh, are the street sharks in there too? <laughs> God, I hope so. Ooh, ooh, what and was the, that one? The biker mice from Mars. Biker mice from Mars. Yeah, they're there. They're definitely there. Battle toads. Yes. Oh, that would be great if they just got all of ooh, those. Ooh, TMNT v Battle Toads. Sewer of Justice. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, would you recommend people go and watch this movie? No. <sighs> Listen to our podcast. Watch the nostalgia critic yeah. version of it. Uh, yeah. visit, like, this movie is true horseshit. Th- this movie... And, is, and it gives you everything you would want. But it does it in the worst really. way. It's he- No, this movie doesn't give you what you want. This movie teases you with what you want. It goes, this is what you want, this is what you want. Ha! I lit it on fire! <laughs> you want Bebop and Rock City? They're too fucking stupid. You want Baxter Stockman? Ha! It's Tyler Perry! And he doesn't do shit! And he's, uh, not, he's not even going to be a fly at the end of the movie. Spoiler alert, by the way. Not yet. Oh, you want Casey Jones, who's who's a badass? We're gonna I'm get, gonna be a detective one we're day. We're gonna give you a whiny ass Chris O'Donnell who doesn't even wear the mask at all. Well, he uh, wears the, it the one, one scene, fucking one scene, scene for about forty seconds. Yeah, but they could have at least yeah. given us Stoner Casey Jones from yeah. Turtles in Time. Dude, he's such a stoner in that movie. Yeah. That's all he is, is a party stoner. He goes, uh, he goes like, oh, fuck, I don't remember what I was, like, he goes like pizza. Yeah, he was like, do you guys like pizza? Dude, we're going to order pizza. Oh, also the only time Calabunga is much mentioned in this movie, uh, Megan Fox says it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, you Megan Fox in this movie. Too bad she doesn't give two fucks. That oh, she does not give two fucks about this movie. <laughs> oh my god, you could have replaced her with a photograph of Megan Fox and gotten a better performance. <laughs> it's just the naked picture. Oh, and Michael Bay, no, he <laughs> might just do that. <laughs> He's replaced her in every uh, other franchise. I'm assuming she gives him a blowjob about once every three years, and he throws him throws her back in a franchise. I think he does it kind of out of spite. Oh, because like, he knows that she hates working he with know, him now? He knows, like, nobody else will hire her. But it's like, no, no, we can totally do it. But it's going to be a role that I write, which, by the way, well, they made me the greatest female role in a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> <laughs> Think about The Rock. <laughs> Think about... Uh, Did he do The Rock? Transformers? Yeah, I think that was him, right? I like that movie, so I feel like it's not him. No, I'm pretty sure it was Michael Bay. I know it was Simpson Bruckheimer kind of thing, but Pearl Harbor. Any of the female characters in Pearl Harbor? I have a confession to make. I never finished watching Pearl Harbor. Neither did I. I... I'm gonna guess it doesn't turn out well for Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> I... So, I got... Well, my family received when, I, when it came out when I was a, a small child... Um, the two VHS sets, mm-hmm. it was two VHSs, mm-hmm. I think I got about... Almost to the end of the first in. one? No, no, I didn't even get that far. I got about to the first ship blowing up, which is ten minutes in. No. That's prob- I think that's actually like start of tape two. And maybe I got to the end of tape one. I don't know. Yeah. Um, anyway, <laughs> we're not here to talk about Pearl Harbor. That's for another We're going to talk about The Rock, and it was directed by Michael Bay. You're welcome. I guess I do like a Michael Bay film. Well, you probably like a lot more than you think. Uh, Armageddon. I think that was Michael Bay. I do like Armageddon. Yeah, see? I like. This is Michael why Bay. Michael Bay gets work. Because <laughs> he makes movies that some people just base around things like, there's things to like about this movie. Like the action scenes, though ridiculous, I gotta say, the action they're pretty and shiny and exploody. They're better than the action scenes in the Transformers franchise. Yeah, that's true. In the Transformers franchise, during the battle scenes, you can't tell who's who. Yeah. It's just it's a bunch all of a bunch metal. of metal things going and around. It's part of it is because they do all look very similar. I will, you know, I'll give him that. That that is difficult. But part of it is because it's just poorly shot. And for a long time, I was thinking Michael Bay can't shoot an action scene, a fight scene, because he doesn't know how to pull back enough. Yeah. He can't pull out. Well. Here's something to help. A little something something to help. From Lagunitas Brewery. They're a little something something ale. 
in honor of... Yeah, it looks like there's a picture of Megan Fox on the front. <laughs> in, in honor of uh, all of Michael Bay's strong female leads. That's right. We have, uh, if, you, if you look at the label, say, it's basically a pinup girl, but, you know, she's got a little uh, tank top, short shorts, high socks. Yeah. It's not that bad. <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, I know. When uh, Michael Bay directed Joan of Arc, strong female characters. Yeah, because that happened. Who did, who did direct Joan of Arc? Wasn't it like Luke Besson or something? Probably. Anyway, here you go, All sweetie. Right. This is a perfectly clear beer. Well, I guess not perfectly. It's very, very clear. Uh, kind of a bright, yellowy straw color. Whitey, white, clean head. Mmm. Mm. Yes, yeah, taking a sip. Smells malty. Yeah, it's about seven and a half percent too. Got a little mm. extra something something in there. Very nice. Got some piney hops to it. It's got a strong malt background. Yeah. 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 Good stuff. Put some hair on your chest. All right. Fun facts. <laughs> uh, Brad Garrett, who did the voice of Crane. Apparently, he's best friends with Pat Fraley, who was the original voice of Crane, and uh, oh. recommended to uh, uh, recommended it to uh, the director that Brad Garrett be the voice for some reason. All right. Um, yeah, the only other thing I really got is uh, when Crane puts Shredder's frozen corpse, no, uh, frozen in the uh, lower level of the Technodrome. A frozen Triceratops-like alien can be spotted. Ooh. This is Triceraton, a race of alien beings in the TMNT saga. On the opposite side of Shredder is a figure that appears to be the Fugitoid. Both Fugitoid and the Triceratons have appeared in the Turtles comics since issue 5 in 1985, but rarely appear in adaptations. Yay! Well, there you go. That's all the fun facts I really got about this movie. <laughs> I like it. So, what did we learn? I learned that you can distract a man simply by stealing a miniskirt. On that note, uh, I learned Megan Fox is entirely too hot for jail. Because, oh, like, the inter oh my god, we didn't talk about the interrogation no. scene where Laura Linney, Casey, uh, Casey Jones, and We told Abel you what Neil. happened. There are giant turtles, and you saw them. I don't have to listen to this. You're going to jail for a long time. Uh, no, I'm not, because I'm way too hot for Oh, jail. you're wasting time. They're getting They're away. They're getting away. Oh, no. Yeah, the horrible, horrible, stupid shit. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to nick my nail polish. Oh, also on that note, what I learned, Laura Linney needs money. Bad. Oh, Laura Linney. How did she get trapped in on this? Uh... Actresses of a certain age need to have good movies, good roles in good movies. Laura Linney can be employed. I learned I mean, that... How many movies can Meryl Streep be in? Seriously. All of them. Spread, okay. spread out some of those roles. I learned that uh, Bojack Horseman apparently also needs a lot of money. Well, Arnett. Yeah. You know, well, the iron's hot, I guess. Um, I also learned... Oh, and he's a falcon. Yeah, the Falcon. Vern, the Falcon. Ah, we didn't talk about the caca scene. Because uh, it was too fucking stupid. <laughs> Look up Ninja Turtles acting like birds. <laughs> God, I hope that's not even on YouTube. Oh, yeah. you know it is. Everything is on YouTube. I also learned that uh, turtles are invincible. They are. As Did is, you know that you cannot kill a turtle? As is Casey Jones. He yep. should have died several times in that movie. I thought he like thrown a hundred yards and smacked into a car, and like the car buckled, but yeah. he just kind of like ah, that kind of hurt. All right, back to what I was doing. Unkillable characters are unkillable. Yeah, nobody dies in the TMNT universe. No, they just nobody get does. Frozen or disappear, yeah. or sent in different dimensions, or turned into Medea in a different movie. Oh, there's another thing I learned from this film. The, teen, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic book was basically written making fun of everything they <laughs> hated, and yeah. it became everything that it was making fun of. Yeah. And I hope the creators are just rolling in money. Oh, fun fact. One of the creators is actually the uh, guy holding the pizza they get during the uh, opening montage oh, thing. Oh, thanks, Jack! We'll be back! I think it was Kevin. Or, yeah, Kevin. thanks, Kevin. See you next week! Yeah. Alright. Uh -huh. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And I heard somewhere that if you 
like posit the streets they're at or that him and the other guy who helped him create it's like last name. Yeah, or I think I know it's in the first movie, the like 1990 one. Yeah. Anyway, fun facts for a different one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Need another beverage? Yeah, we've got one more beer to drink tonight. And it is Anchor's Summer Wheat. Mm, mm. Summer Wheat. I feel like we might have discussed this one on uh, an earlier episode. I feel like we didn't. Hmm. Well, there's only one way to find out. Let's drink it. Let's go back. Go to our website and look at our past episode. Hours of listening pleasure await you. As we rip off Paula Tompkins. All right. Here we go. This, this one's in a can. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Okay. Ooh, suck the head! Suck the head! He's sucking the head. Mm. Ah, delicious. Delicious and nutritious. I want to try some. I want to try some. Here we go. All right. We were actually able to buy uh, that particular can from the Anchor Brewery itself when we were there helping out with the California State Homebrew Competition. So good. Mm -hmm. Fresh. I don't know about fresh, but... <laughs> no, it tastes, it, it tastes good. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, but being the summer weed and it's, oh. you know, Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, but oh, Thanksgiving. happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Almost forgot to Yay. throw that out there. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Turkey Day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Delicious. By the way, did you know that Thanksgiving was put into place by Abraham Lincoln after the Civil War as a holiday to bring the country together because it had been ripped so far apart after the war. Nice. I think this year in particular is a good year to truly celebrate Thanksgiving. It really is, because we need it. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> for all of you haters out, haters out there, and there are a whole bunch of you, no, it's not about the pilgrims raping the Indians. It's about Abraham Lincoln trying to bring people together. Can it be both? You're the one who's part Indian, so <laughs> I'm sorry, Native American? Yeah, right. No. I can give a shit. Call me an engine for like <laughs> Anyway. Engine Steve. Uh, did we want to share what uh, we're going to be doing next week? Oh, so for those of you who are listening to this on time, uh, I have been working on for a year yes. a coloring book. It's the ABC's Prehistoric Animals. It's amazing. It's an all-ages coloring book. It has a whole bunch of... Well, it's got like uh, A is for Ankylosaurus. And uh, B is for Basilosaurus. So there's 26 of them, I'm guessing? There's 26 of them, and they've probably not heard of most of them. It's true. They're pretty uh, unique and lesser-known dinosaurs for the most part, but they're pretty awesome. Yeah, like uh, I did not know about Jinxiaosaurus, which is a type of Pleosaur. I did not know about Pleosaurus versus Plesiosaurus. And I learned all of it while doing this, and I probably completely butchered the name of that. Also, both the podcasts are here, and we're going to have to put the old one down because he is making a mess. Yeah. Anyway. Quite knocking shit over, Cat. I should wrap it up. So, yeah. Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. Check it out if you want, but it's going to be horrible. Don't horrible, check horrible. it out. <laughs> Don't check it out. Watch some online reviews. That's all you need. Yeah. Anyway. Right. So, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from, from Movies. Have a good night, everybody. Woo! Happy Turkey Day. Buy my coloring book at untidyvenus.etsy.com. What was that again? Untidyvenus.etsy.com. Go now. And thanks, we love you. <laughs>